All right, I hit record. Okay, but I'm gonna turn on. I'm gonna take the headphones out so I stop monitoring mm-hmm. us in a sec. Mm-hmm. But there's some noise. It sounds pretty good. M voice. The button has been hit. <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, five. Oh yeah. The no. the button has been hit. Um. You know. This is not what I meant when I said export audio is entering season three, but. But we're getting there. <laughs> no, well, no. We I meant to, something different. Before we can move forward, we have to deal with the ghosts of the past. Yes. But I joked about we are starting Export Audio Season 3 now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you and M said, oh, local recording. And that's not what I meant. Right. But also, if we want to use that definition, like... Uh, welcome to Season 3. Welcome to Season 3 of Export Audio. It is... <laughs> 10.18 in the a.m. <laughs> I never drink soda before, like, noon at least. I can't start my day with the sugary stuff. But one, I've been up since 5.30, so, like, I'm not starting my day with it. And two, I just saw it in the fridge and I wanted it. I need to do the Jeff Gersman. Yeah. Because I've, I've never had orange vanilla Coke. I have it a lot and I really like it. was a hair of mine stuck to the can. How are you liking it? It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Here's the thing is, I've always been a lover of Coca-Cola. And, uh... Mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> the Shinra of the modern era. That's not true. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like... Final Fantasy VII. Oh, Shinra. yes. That's um, probably Amazon, right? Amazon is Shinra? Yeah, that's Amazon or Google, one of those two. Um, no, I've always been a Coke drinker, um, and I've become picky in a certain way where I don't like Coke from a can. I like Coke from a fountain okay. a lot, but I don't like Coke <clears throat> in a can. I don't know what the difference you're, is. You're turning into a fucking soda jerk. I am becoming a soda jerk. But I have discovered that I do like vanilla Coke and now orange vanilla Coke in a can. It's it's all right. It's all right. I I think I think I've just become a person who prefers vanilla Coke to Coke. I think that's I, what it I is. I just want the soda. So like the extra frills of the flavors don't do that much for me because what I actually want is just the soda. The orange is a cool gimmick that I'll be tired of soon. Vanilla Coke is where it's at for me. I, I think I just like vanilla Coke. I would rather just have the, the soda on its own. I just, I drink Dr. Pepper. That's the I thing know. I drink. You know what I um, used to drink for a little while when I went through like a phase of like, I had a phase in middle school where I was trying like every soda where I, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a soda connoisseur, a soda jerk. Um, and I got, for like a month or two, I was really into cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. They, they have strawberry Dr. Pepper now. I, I would it. try that. I had a sip from a fountain once, and it was fine. You've, you've got me to start liking Dr. Pepper more. For a while, I resisted Dr. Pepper for reasons I'm unclear on. But Is it from Texas? <laughs> I just hate Texas. <laughs> you just hate Texas. There was a tragedy there. <laughs> a duel, if you will. Sorry, the tragedy was on Jakku. <laughs> um... So We live together now. We live together now. And one of the things that people do when they live together... Is fuck. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are you staring at me? Do you really want to talk about that on a podcast? No. Do you really think that's appropriate content? No, I don't. I just thought it was a funny joke. It was a funny joke. I hope you're happy. Anyway, <laughs> other household activities include reheating pizza together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're doing right now. We're waiting on the pizza to get reheated. Yeah. Um, cooking uh, okay chicken late at it night. It was pretty good. Like, it was, it was good cold, which I didn't expect. I... I guess the chicken was good. I'm mad at myself because it could have been good chicken, and it was chicken that tasted good. Yes. You know, like, I could have cooked it not like an asshole who just dumps the marinade into the pan because she doesn't give a shit, but, you know. But it wasn't dry. <laughs> it was not dry, which is such a common chicken problem. Um, is that a ch- common chicken problem? A lot of people cook their chicken and it gets dry. Um, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, one, uh, besides these, another very common household activity is, of course, every married couple does this. Not that we're married, but um, we watch anime together. Watch anime. <laughs> anime is for jerks. <laughs> Unlimited anime. <laughs> How many more giant bomb anime goofs do we have in us? Uh, is there any is there any anime jokes in video thing? I don't think there are. I don't think so. I feel like it's been... It's a website about video games. It's a website about video games. Uh, <laughs> webpage on the site. Um, Put the boy in the robot. He goes right in the robot. <laughs> he goes right in the robot. <laughs> um, I haven't followed any Giant Bomb content for... A year, maybe two years now. Probably a year. I think I'm going on, like, three. When did Austin leave? Austin Austin left three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because 2016 was when Waypoint Because I came out two years ago, so... I came out three years ago. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, probably, like, a year and a half, because after... Well... After Austin left, I probably spent another six to eight months, like, kind of gradually falling off Giant Bomb stuff. I think, like, I don't know that I, like, the last thing I remember watching was Metal Gear Scanlon, but I didn't watch Five. Mm-hmm. Why would I watch Five? You know, I didn't watch Metal Gear Scanlon Five either. Good. I just, okay. People sometimes get mad at me because I really like Metal Gear Solid 5. I have to stress something. I haven't played or seen Metal Gear Solid 5. I just looked up all the spoilers and thought, uh-huh. that's really funny and great and yeah. good. I love that shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I went into that every, game. Everything that everyone else thinks is dumb, when you just read it on Wikipedia, it's very Let funny Let me tell you good. about Metal Gear Solid 4, the best Metal Gear. Also... Yeah, I'm that person, by the way. I have seen Metal Gear Solid 4 at some point. Mm -hmm. I can't remember when, because it wasn't part of... Because I watched 1, 2, and 3 as Metal Gear Scanlan. Yeah. It's how I did uh, Fast and the Furious. I watched all of them with the commentary from Giant Bomb the first time. And then, like, I don't think I watched... I don't think I watched Scanlan 4, but I know things that happened in Metal Gear Solid 4, and so I, d- 
I don't know how I know Metal Gear Solid 4. At one point, when I was a teen, I downloaded the cutscenes. I, like, off a torrent, I got just the cutscenes, which were a combined total of about nine hours, I think. Mm. Let me go see what the... Which is probably about half the gameplay time of that game. Let me go see, um... This is Twitter again. I meant to open YouTube, and I opened Twitter again. Cause I, like, I will say right here, people over overstate the, the ratio of cutscene to gameplay in Metal Gear Solid 4. Metal Gear Solid 4... Um, Especially if you're bad at that city level, because I sure am bad at that city level. I'm trying to find... They have Metal Gear Solid 4, the movie, but this is not the channel that I like watching things mm-hmm. from. I want to see if Gamer's Little Playground has. Uh, shout out to Gamer's Little Playground. The guy who runs Game's Little Playground for, could, as far as I know, be a Nazi. Like, I know nothing about this channel, mm-hmm. except that these ha- this channel has the best version of, like, Kingdom Hearts all-cutscenes movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the best version of Metal Gear as, like, a compilation includes, ooh, like... Gamer's Little Playground has Revengeance. I don't see if they have... Um... <laughs> Here's the thing. I think the 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 top lo- result for four might include clips of gameplay to contextualize the cutscenes. Yeah, I mean that's what Gamer's Little Playground does too. Yeah. Uh, I need to use the restroom, so can you vamp for like one yeah. two minutes? <laughs> also, also like take the pizza out when it's ready. Yeah, I'll check on the pizza, and okay. we'll see what happens. I definitely went into Metal Gear Solid Five with an incredibly genuine desire to see more story and to engage with the story that was there in a way that I would not now. Um, I didn't go in for the spectacle of the story the way that I know some people did, and I ended up like really engaging with it on at face value and trying to piece together all the bullshit and it was a fine experience a little bit disappointing purely because i think that if the cut content had been in the game it might have ended stronger um i really liked Anthropus and all that but like the actual end of that game and the like mechanical sense of that is like pretty mediocre it has like some really good, um, some really good moments and some really good uh, climaxes, I guess. But like story beats, you know how that is. Uh, I like Metal Gear Solid Four the best because I just like it a lot. Um, I think it does a good job of wrapping everything up, and I know that people don't like the conclusions of that story, but I think. It is an admirable attempt in... It is an admirable exercise in story crafting that it is, like, trying to untangle all of those threads. And it comes to conclusions that I understand people don't like, but I like that it came to conclusions at all. Um, also, he does the, the finger gun and, the, and, the, and he hacks people with finger guns. That's pretty cool. I'm gonna go check on the pizza. And I hope this isn't hellish audio.
so the pizza is heated up. We're dealing with some nice, thin uh, sausage or pepperoni pizza from uh, Dewey's. It's very good stuff. I'm waiting on my co-host to get back so that I can eat the pizza. And in the meantime, I guess I will just continue to talk about Metal Gear Solid. Remember when people thought that the head transplant guy was like part of a viral thing for Metal Gear Solid? <sighs> Metal Gear Solid. I guess... I never got the impression that the things mentioned in Metal Gear Solid 2 vis-a-vis the nature of the Patriots was actually legitimate, and I never expected it to be an actual ghost, because the whole point of Metal Gear is that nothing supernatural is actually supernatural, with the one exception of the actual ghost who is there, and maybe Vulcan, but everyone else gets explained, so, I don't know. <clears throat> Even if they get explained with fake science, like Psychomantis. Nano machine, son. I bet Revengeance sucks. I bet if I went back to it, I wouldn't like it. Mechanically, I bet it's fun, but like... I remember caring a lot about the end of Revengeance in a way that I don't think I have the capacity to engage with anymore. Hey. So, this is not an ad. Um, but... Hashtag ad. <laughs> this is not an ad. We are not getting paid for this. But while oh. while I was um in the restroom, uh, uh 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 I tweeted, "We're recording export audio right now. Does anyone have any questions for us?" And Vita tweeted at me, "How do, how do I convince our entire company that we need to change the type of coffee beans we use at work because it tastes like bitter toxic sludge?" I just wanted to quickly shout out Everyone should buy Control, a game that my friend Vita is working on. <laughs> it's out August 27th. You can pre-order it at your local GameStop or whatever Walmart? GameStop you have in your country. Amazon? Yeah. It's out It's out this month. It looks cool. Yeah. I can't imagine paying $60 for a video game. You know what's game, great? But... That video game. You know what's even better? Hmm. Vita getting a fucking break. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Um... What if I steal a copy and then Venmo Vita $60? (laughs) (laughs) Like from your local GameStop? Yeah. Just like fucking... I don't don't mean pirate it. I mean fucking steal it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a really good um, communist rap group I like called The Coup. And their like seminal album, like their their opus um, is called Steal This Album. It's a good name for an album. It's really fucking good. (laughs) Um... Anyway, yes. I talked a lot about Metal Gear while you were gone, so we can, like, move on. Uh, how do how do we convince uh, the fine people at Remedy uh, to stop using toxic sludge coffee? I think... You know about coffee. I know about coffee. I think... Um, also, there's, there's a dog here. If you hear jingling... That's Dighty. That's Dighty. We stand. Um, I guess, like... I, I don't know about Remedy. I don't know anything about working at Remedy. I, I don't know things. But, Come like, on. here's the thing about... Here's the thing about 
the place that I work for, mm-hmm. we have good toilet paper in the bathrooms. Do you know why? Because if we didn't have good toilet paper in the bathrooms, all of us would be miserable. You And I think, I think like... You just need to make the argument that coffee is sort of like toilet paper, where, like... You put spending... it on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Yes, you can get the cheapest coffee. You can get the cheapest toilet paper. Maybe you should just spend the extra, like... Like, y- you can put it in the budget. It's not unreasonable to just put it in the budget that you spend an extra $4 per... Who's, who's in charge of Remedy? Do you know off the top of your head? Sam something, I Sam think. Sam Lake, is he like... I don't know. He's what? Max Sam? Payne. I, I assume that... S- <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you don't have the good coffee, mm-hmm. the employees will be upset. Mm-hmm. They will talk about how upset they are. And then they might start talking about other things that upset them, like hours or wages. So, really, if you don't want a union on your hands, you should probably get the good coffee. I'm just saying. Uh, truly, like I feel like we've 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 put our finger on a, on a third rail here. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about the working conditions at Remedy. Certainly. I know absolutely. Nothing. I am friends with Vita, but this is just not a thing I've ever spoken with her about. I'm just saying that it is a common thing mm-hmm. throughout the video game industry mm-hmm. that people are talking about unions. Number one union-busting tactic. It's, uh, it's a good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's Pinkertons, there's, um, you know, firing people for t- trying to organize, and then there's also, you know, getting good coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's Those are, like, the three bigger, biggest ways that people bust up unions historically, and so... Yeah. Are we advocate? Are we advocating <laughs> union busting on this podcast? Wait, what did we do? We're just talking, you know. The content is here. No, fuck Sam Lake, Vita. You need to start a union, and your only demand needs to be good coffee. Good coffee. It's just a coffee union. Yeah. <clears throat> we can cut this if we feel bad about it later. Um. Weed Lord Vegeta asks, which Muppet would be the worst to be stuck in a shipping container with for four days? I mean, do I have to puppet it? No. You just like... So, do you drive this next to a puppet? A what? A puppet? A what? A... When the ghost leaves the goblin, <laughs> you have the ghost of the Muppet. Mm-hmm. You are the goblin of the Muppet. Kermit the Frog is a real person. That's not true. <laughs> Kermit That's the... a puppet. <laughs> He's a Muppet, which is a real person who is real. <laughs> I'm not going to do this bit with you. Do you want pizza or not? I do want pizza, yes. Is that the sign that the podcast is over because we have to eat pizza? No. I'm going to put the pizza back in the oven until we finish because I want it to be warm when I eat it. Okay, that's fair. I also love cold pizza, so... I hate cold pizza. Hand me a slice of pizza, and I will try to chew away from the microphone responsibly. I'm not even going to put that into the world. I'm going to put this pizza back in the oven. Top ten anime betrayals happening here. Okay. But I like Weed Lord's question, and I do think... um, (laughs) I do think perhaps we can pretend the Muppet is a real person. I don't want to. 
I don't want to live in the world where the Muppet is a real person. <laughs> well, okay. If the Muppet were... I don't care about the Muppets. I'm going to be real with you. I don't care about the Muppets. I've never seen the Muppets. I have no opinions about the Muppets. Well, my, my answer to Weed Lord's question is Sam the Eagle. Anyway. Okay. Is he the gun safety eagle? <laughs> uh, Weed Lord also asks, How many non-legendary Pokemon would it take to destroy ice? <laughs> Uh, Presumably just, like, a couple Arcanine, right? Like, oh, to melt the ice. Melt the, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a funny ice joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Weedlord had a funny ice joke and decided to write it into our podcast. Thank you for the content, Weedlord. We love you. Uh, Riley Hopkins asks, what's the worst song in the world? The, um... Weird Al Yankovic song about the Phantom Menace. Mm. I hate that song a lot because it got stuck in my head a lot as a kid. Um, I feel like there are a lot of Weird Al contenders for worst song in the world. Oh, certainly, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about White and Nerdy. <laughs> Let me tell you, that last album he put out, he's just kind of really out of touch. And, like, um, he had a parody... Of that uh, Iggy Azalea song that was about grammar? No, it was Blurred Lines. Yeah, it was. It was called Word Crimes. Yes, that's true. I think he also had a... He had a parody of the Iggy Azalea song about being tacky instead of fancy. He certainly is tacky. No, wait, no. It was a parody of the Pharrell Williams song that was... Cause I'm tacky, boo do 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 do. It's the whole joke. Well, um, there are there are a lot of contenders for worst song ever by one Mr. Yankovic. Uh, Yankovic. Uh, hey, I've always heard Yankovic. I I don't know. Um, it, it when you write enough songs, I'm putting right in some kind of quotation marks. <laughs> When, um, when you hack, it's hacking. It's like you're doing a hack of a song. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of like a not comedy song that just sucks ass. Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace is good. Doesn't Wait. it just doesn't bump in the whip? I'm sorry. The honestly, the national anthem both problematic and does not bump in the whip. Does not bump in the whip. Um, shouts. To Vince Staples. Uh, Vince Staples should come on this podcast. That dude's really funny. <laughs> we, that's the... There are certain people who will be on our podcast, and there are certain people who would never be on our podcast. Yeah, but I've been standing Vince Staples since 2015, so he can at least like pay me back this one favor and come on my podcast. Uh-huh. Summertime 06 is the best rap album of the 21st century. Okay. It's, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. No, I'm not sorry. I, I will let you make that declaration. Um, Contested. I don't think I've listened to a rap album. I, th- I thought there was going to be a qualifier on there, and there was not. I mean... No. So we watched Evangelion. Oh, boy. 
We watched Evangelion, and we weren't going to podcast about it, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have content, and you're not giving me content. I gave so much Metal you Gear did. content. You did. You did. I should never criticize you. Um, this is correct. Um, I am... Ah, uh, also my stomach is hurting again. Um, I'm really going through it. What if, what if Crohn's disease just prevents me from ever talking about even going <laughs> to a microphone? Because I feel like I've built up to it twice now, and both times I've had to go to the restroom. I don't know how you built up to it last time. Because I talked about us watching anime. Oh, right. And then we talked about Metal Gear instead. Yeah, a good anime. <laughs> Honestly, if Metal Gear were an anime, it would, people would like it a lot more. Yes. This is true. Um, what if Metal Gear was an anime in the in like the art style of sword art, where they have like the big heads and the little little bodies? Is is Metal Gear better than Evangelion? Because I said it. I don't. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> At what? <laughs> At... Ne- neither of them are done. So <laughs> like. <laughs> They didn't finish five, and Rebuild Four is forthcoming. Do you like Evangelion more than you like Metal Gear? At this point in my life, yes. Okay. I don't think about Metal Gear that much. I used to think about Metal Gear a lot. Me too. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two is really good. Metal Gear Solid Two is really good. I. Yeah. I like 2 and 4 the best. Those are my favorites. You know what? I don't think Metal Gear Solid 3 is the best. You know what's really cool? hmm. Ten years into the future, slightly cyber tech. Like, like technology and shit in the world that is just a little bit more than what we have currently. That's the good shit, where it's like just a little bit extra. Uh-huh. That's what I like about 2 and 4. That's Here's the whole world, the whole, like, everything is it's good. I I feel like so most... the only thing I like about 2 and 4, continue. I feel like most people like 3 the best, right? Yeah, because that's the only one that tells a coherent, like, structured story with right. three acts right. and, like, rising action and then a climax. It's, like, the most... Story. <laughs> yeah. And I'm stuck because I think I like Metal Gear Solid 2 more. I feel like Metal Gear Solid 2 is better in my opinion. But, like, when I just think about Metal Gear, when I think about Metal Gear, mm-hmm. I kind of just think about Ocelot being a shithead, you know, throughout yeah, all of that's 3. That's all of the games. There's just. But no, I just mean specifically the way he's a shithead in 3. Oh, but that's also part of that is because you love Twinks. And, like, um, there's just a lot of, like, there's a lot of moments in 3 that just, when you say the words Metal Gear Solid to me, I just think about Ocelot and Snake wrestling in that plane. I think about, um, Eve fucking Snake and then being like, I've got the money! Ha ha! Later, <laughs> bitch! Fucking Snake without taking his pants off, which is a true super spy move. Uh-huh. <laughs> you heard about not being able to model blankets. 
Let me tell you about not having a character model that doesn't have pants. When I, before I played Metal Gear Solid 3, everybody told me... Because I existed in a different sort of spoiler culture back when I was a teen. Before I played Metal Gear Solid 3, I had like a dozen people tell me, oh, it's really cool because like at the end of the game, you have to kill the boss and you think you're in a cutscene and then you just wait there forever and like you realize that you have to be the one to press the button and kill her, you know? And everybody talked to me about how cool that scene is. That's not even like top five coolest things that That's happens in Metal Gear Solid 10. 3. <laughs> Like, no, you know what's fucking cooler than that uh -huh. is when the boss's horse shows up in Peace Walker. <laughs> That's the good shit. No, you I... have to ride the boss's horse to chase after the mech that has the AI based on the I'm boss. I'm not even talking about Peace Walker. I'm just talking about Metal Gear Solid 3. I know. I got excited because I thought about the boss's horse. It shows up. It comes back and you get to ride it. It's cool. Also, Ashley Wood's art is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's in all those portable Metal Gear games. I have the uh, art book because he did the graphic novels for the first two games. I could just... Nothing is stopping me. I can just download ROMs of Metal Gear Acid right now. Sure. I can just do that. There aren't any police listening to this podcast. No. Um, I might have more replies to my tweet. Um, <sighs> nope, just people replying to something I tweeted on my private account, so that will not go into the podcast. Uh, no one will know about... No one will know that I was tweeting about... Um, how much I hate listening to Rob talk about, um, every time Rob on the Waypoint podcast says Asuka, it makes me <laughs> furious. And I tweeted something about that on private and someone I mean, replied look, to when it. When I was a teen, I used to say Kawaru. Okay. You were complaining because I say Kauru, which is how there's a character in the dub of Oron Host Club named Kauru. But it's probably spelled differently, right? It might be. I could be wrong. I don't I, know. My understanding of the Ava character is that it is three syllables. Um, and I know people who, like, wince when you say Kauru. Okay. Yeah, Kauru from Oron is spelled differently, so Kawaru? Is that it? Like, I... I don't know. I feel like an idiot anytime I pronounce it well, no matter, what. no matter what you say, nothing is as bad as Ritsuko and Asuka. <sighs> Even though Austin and Kato explain how the Japanese language works on the show, Rob just insists on saying Asuka. Listen, I called it Mass Immune for a long time. I get it. For Murasame. Um... That's a different, completely different thing that you've said. Yes. You know about Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam? You know about Pen Pen? I want to watch Zeta Gundam really bad. And I don't mean smoke <laughs> marijuana. I don't mean smoke. I mean... I feel like Zeta is... Oh! Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't hit the table. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got excited. So we watched Eva. 
We watched Evangelion. And the thing I said to you is that if I saw Evangelion... I'm 23 now. If I saw Evangelion, like, five to nine years ago, Evangelion would be, like, my identity as a person. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think right now I'm just slightly old enough that, like... I really like Eva and appreciate what it's doing, but I can see through the bullshit in a way. A little bit, you know? See, when I watched it at... It was nine years ago, so I was 16. Mm-hmm. I really watched it for the bullshit. I didn't care about the characters. I wanted the cool religious symbolism and the weird... Like nonsense jargon, and I would have I would have really gotten into that at sixteen. Is I would have really latched onto that stuff and the edge lord stuff. I don't. But to to the reason I bring this up is because, and I was I said that to you yesterday or two days ago, and I was I was thinking I was like you know I just don't think there's like. I think I'm at, like, a moment in my life where there's nothing that can really hit me in that way of, like, just reshaping my whole identity, you know? I'm steepling my fingers at you because I know what you're about to say. I was... I I legitimately believed that, like, oh, yes, I have gotten to a place where my identity is not tied into this one show or Mm. this one piece of media that Uh I like. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Um... And then just now, I started talking to you about Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, you're still oh. this person. <laughs> I'm, still this, <laughs> I'm still this person. It's just that it's now about a show that I don't like very much. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't relate to Evangelion as a teenager in the way that the typical like story about it is. Oh, I was also depressed, and I... I, like, mapped my depression onto Shinji or whatever, like... I didn't yeah. know I was depressed. I didn't know I was upset or, like, lacking in any way. I liked the cool robots, and I liked when they say terminal dogma. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, is every time someone says central dogma and terminal dogma, uh-huh. that's cool. That's I like cool that. cool as hell. <laughs> I... <clears throat> I was so shallow that I didn't take it too seriously the way that some people did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like the other direction of not being too smart for it, being too dumb for it, so not being like falling into that sort of like. And here's, here's the other layer to it is that at the time in my life that I'm talking about, like the time where I would have gotten the most from Ava was when I was a teenage, like film buff person i think i've talked about this a lot on the podcast like as a teen i like watched movies all the time i felt things about movies i talked about movies on forums and like i am a person who watched antichrist at age 15 and it's kind of scarred me for the rest of my life a little bit what would film autumn think about like the formal decisions in end of evangelion i would have just eaten that shit up because like like, there was a time where I thought that, like, 
just saying something was cool and it didn't matter if what you were saying was totally fucked or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like... Like, yeah, when the Nerve people go and, like, murder everyone in... Uh, or when the... Japanese Sila, government. When the Japanese government goes and murders everyone in Nerve and when... Um, I say it like the new dub, don't I? Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. You don't know any better. <laughs> and when, um, like, all the, like, you know, fucked up, like, messed up things that happen in the end of Evangelion, I watched Antichrist at 15, and, like, this was, this was just something I was thinking about while watching the movie a bunch, is, like, Oh yeah, the part of my brain that is just has Antichrist implanted in there forever. Like End of Evo would have just been like th- those two things would have been right next to each other in my head. And then like I felt very validated because just by total coincidence, <clears throat> Evan Jackson also brought this up on their much better Evangelion podcast than ours. <laughs> um, Great Gundam project. The eighth episode's free, right? Yeah, yeah. He could just go to abnormalmapping.com. Um, find the good podcast. But you like, can open the Chamber of Guff, and there's good podcasts in there. <sighs> but yeah, like, there's a time where I would have really responded to it because I'm also I'm also very glad one that I saw Twin Peaks later than I think a lot of people saw Twin Peaks, and that, two, I saw Twin Peaks before I saw this, because I'm not going to spoil anything, but, like, there is some parallels between what I responded to in season season three of Twin Peaks and the things that I think even End of Evangelion is trying to do. Um... And I think season three of Twin Peaks is good, and so that, like, my bar for that sort of story was set here, and when End of Evangelion just can't clear that bar, you know? Um, Okay, to bring it back to Evangelion, stop talking about Twin Peaks. Um, Are those shows contemporary with each other? I don't know when Twin Peaks happened. Twin Peaks, the original run is... 91 to 92. Um, I think Firewalk With Me came out in 92 or 93. Uh, So all of it happened before Ava even started. All of it happened before Ava even started, which I think is important because, like, people compare Eva a lot to Twin Peaks, and I didn't get it at first because I think... Twin Peaks has a reputation that I think is very different from the reality of what it is. Much like heaven. Yes. But I also know that Twin Peaks was, like, huge in Japan. Like, I know that, like, it ran for a second season because even though it was falling off in popularity in America, like, was enormous over there. And Firewalk With Me got made for the Japanese audience. Like, they knew that no one in America was going to watch Firewalk with me. It was made specifically to, for the Japanese audience, basically. Um, and so, 
it is very, I don't know this for sure, it's very easy to imagine, like, Anno eating up Twin Peaks and Gundam and just kind of mm -hmm. doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, look, I've seen some Gundam. Mm -hmm. Mostly Gundams, I think, that happened after Ava, right? When was Victory? Victory is contemporary with Ava, I think. Um, I think no. Victory is yeah. F ninety one is nineteen ninety one. Victory is the next thing after F ninety one. So I gotta imagine it's like ninety three. Right contemporary. I have like, Google I know that right they here. put plug suits in Gundam, but that's uh, that's uh, G Gundam. They have plug suits. Victory is ninety three. So like ran fifty one episodes. So I've seen a little bit of Gundam, mm -hmm. mostly the Gundam in the same time period yeah. as Ava. I don't. I guess I just don't see the. I think like, a yeah, lot the of big, big robots, but like I don't know. You know, cyber new types are the thing that I see the most in Eva, and cyber new types specifically in how they are explored in Zeta, mm -hmm. um, and all the stuff with the Ghost Parade, and like if Ghost Parade stuff is in victory i don't know if it is but like if it's there it'll be in like episodes like 47 50. through 51 <laughs> so, you know it'll be there at the end i i understand that gundam influenced evangelion that's like not a thing that could not be true mm -hmm. i just am like i what y i don't know what the difference is between gundam thing and genre thing yeah, um, I went into Evangelion kind of having my expectation being that it was just going to completely regurgitate Gundam shit. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think it has its own identity. I don't think it's, you know... I don't think it's just Gundam, you know, in the way that I expected it to be. But um, Unlike other mech shows. <laughs> God. You know what's... Gundam doesn't have weird things to say about gender, does it? Can I tell you the end of Zeta? No. <laughs> Someday I will watch Zeta Gundam. We could we could start 0079 today. No. I'm not going to watch 50 episodes of foreplay before I watch the Gundam I want to watch. <laughs> but you have to. There's movies for that. Also, there... I kind of get it already. Like, I know the deal with Char and Amaro. But it's... Good is the thing. <laughs> also, like... Okay, we either have to watch those movies subbed. I'd be okay with that. Or, if you want to watch a dub, I can probably put together a playlist of, like, 20 important episodes of lore shit. At this point, I'm... I have tempted to just skip it and skip set to Zeta, because, like, I don't know. You're fine. Like, if you do that, you're valid, I guess. I guess. I, I just don't know what I am supposed to get out of 79. For the purpose of Zeta, what I'm supposed to get out of 79 other than uh, looking at Char and Amuro's, like, relationship. I don't know what that show is other than Char and Amuro's relationship. I don't know if there's anything important in there. I don't understand the politics of Gundam. I mean, like... By which I mean the geopolitics, not the politics of the show. I don't understand the 
in universe yeah. politics. Um, yeah, is it a duchy? <laughs> they call that's, it a duchy. That's just. Is Zeon a country? <laughs> Can you go to a Zeon high school? Yeah, I mean, yes. Um, Do they have I a think, postal service? I think that duchy, the duchy of Zeon thing is just a bad localization thing. Because um, I don't recall it ever being called the duchy of Zeon <laughs> Is there a duke? Duke Zeon? <laughs> Castfall Duke-kun. <laughs> The Republic of Zeon. The Principality The Principality of Zeon formed by Degwin Zabi, also referred to as the Duchy of Zeon or Zeon Dukedom. When does it refer to those? I know Principality of Zeon is familiar to so me. So this is different from Neo Zeon. Yes. Neo Zeon is not So the Okay. I only know Neo Zeon because of other Gundam that I watched that is a spoiler for you. So, I will not talk about Neo Zeon. Zeon Daikun is Char's father. Zeon Daikun... Zeon's his first name? Yes. Usually the it's the last name that gets the country named after it, but okay. Um, now I'm curious if I'm misremembering. Um, yeah, Zeon Daikun. Okay. Um... Feels the Earth Federation is um, ignoring the needs of space yes, noids. I know this. Um, so he forms Xeon to be a new nation for space noids, uh, and he wants it to be led by new types into a future where humanity can exist in space. Um, and then. The new type theory. Yes. Um, Degwin Zabi. Um, like is his successor um through illegitimate means like kind of steals the throne after zeon dies and like makes it a nazi state Uh um and then that's the principality of zeon after the one-year war zeon loses um and is reformed into the republic of zeon which is like largely defanged to my recollection um um reading this Gundam wiki page at some point at some point the remnants of like the Zabi family like the Zabi lineage fuck off onto Axis somewhere they go far away from the earth to try and rebuild for a few years and come back during the time of Zeta and so Axis is like the successor to the Zabi family lineage mm-hmm. um <clears throat> who believe that, you know, we just have to... You know what the people of space want? They want a king. <laughs> um, anyone can be free. That's a stupid goal. <laughs> for idiots. <laughs> Freedom is a stupid goal for idiots. So that is like one of the things when I was thinking about the differences between Gundam and Evangelion is like, does Evangelion have much to say about governments? No. Nothing. <laughs> um, They're a secret organization protected by from international law and can do whatever the fuck they want because they fight the existential threat. Okay. Here's the thing, is that everything... 
I don't think Evangelion has much to say about government, but it kind of scratches at some things, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything that it kind of hints at, Shin Godzilla picks up and yes, runs with. Yes, definitely. Um, Shin Godzilla could be in, an Evangelion movie. Yes. Shin Godzilla picks up and runs with it in such weird fucking ways, too. <laughs> of like, oh, hell yeah, we're, we're seeing how, like, bureaucrats yeah. can't actually, you know, protect people. I mean, isn't that people. what Nerve would be? Right, like, Shin Godzilla is a movie... For half of it, that's, to me, about, how, like, the failure of bureaucracy to actually govern people and do anything other than protect capital, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then at some point becomes, okay, but if we have to choose some ineffectual bureaucrats to protect us... The let's military. Ch- let's choose our homegrown ones other than the American ones, which I agree with... The, Shin Godzilla really puts me in a weird position where I am rooting for the Japanese state, but I'm not a person who ever wants to root for the state in anything. But Mm -hmm. I do, in this specific instance, support the Japanese state more than the, like, U.S. (laughs) And imperial hegemony. (laughs) I guess. (sighs) Anyway, like... That's what Nerve is, right? Nerve is the the military kind of taking yeah. over because no no one else like the actual military can't fight the Avas. Mm-hmm. I mean the well, they can't fight the Avas. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um but like they can't fight the angels. So Nerve comes in with all this bullshit and they can fight the angels. Here's where I'm at. But then the whole angel thing I don't even remember. Is that a constructed threat? I can't remember the details of the show we watched. I don't remember either. As as we have discussed, because you told me we could just go find all the lore answers on Wikipedia. I uh-huh. don't. I don't want those because there's a. I I don't want that. I just yeah. want the show to exist in this weird space. I that said it does. the words progenitor race, and you stabbed me with a knife. <laughs> Proto-culture. <laughs> um, um, there was a thing... There was a couple things... There was... Uh, there were things that were mentioned in End of Ava that I was like, oh, are they going to do the thing? And then I was like, no, wait, that's Rebuild. And there were shots from End of Ava that are, like, mirrored in Rebuild. In can I just life. take my, like, broad view of Evangelion? Can you, the th- like, back up four inches from the mic? I want to just tell you my broad take on Evangelion. Okay. We are how many minutes in? Fifty-one. Let's let's do basics of Evangelion. Give me your take. I like the show mm-hmm. a lot. I think the show is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the lore stuff in the last five episodes starts to lose me. Um, like the, the flashbacks. And- mm-hmm. I think some of episode twenty-five and twenty-six, uh, the abstraction gets. Um, Self-indulgent? Is it abstract at all? Because they are directly telling you. Yeah, but they're like... Some of some of episodes 25 and 26 are a little too self-indulgent for my tastes, I guess. Of just like... 
But I th- I do I do like the ending of the show. And then End of Evangelion happens, and I was really feeling the psychic disintegration by the time we got to End of Evangelion, because mm-hmm. we basically watched from Berth of... <laughs> Berth of Nerve. Berth of Nerve. We basically watched from Birth of Nerve to the the final episode of Evangelion. <laughs> and then we got up and walked to another room and watched End of Evangelion. And I... It was tough because, like, I was not in a place where I could process any of End of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. But also, like the gears would not stop spinning in my brain until I saw that and just, like, put... Uh, I I needed the last Metroid to be in captivity. I needed the galaxy to be at peace. Uh-huh. Um, and so I didn't... I don't have any feelings about End of Evangelion, weirdly, because I feel like my senses were just being assaulted. And it's left me in a weird place where... There are some things I like, but I guess if I had the choice, I would just erase it from existence because the ending of the show was fine for me, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I really like um, Asuka beating the hell out of those Evangelions and then getting eaten. Like, I think that's a good thing. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So I, I'm already having so much trouble processing what I feel about that movie. And then, like, the last scene of that movie happens. And she Shinji chokes her and then stops choking her. And she says, disgusting. And I, I don't have words for why. But it is... I hate it. It's genuinely one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life is Shinji choking her. I hate it. And it, like... You just kept looking at me and asking me why, as if I had written the show. <laughs> no, I did! It was... It sucks! It sucks, and I literally can't think about anything else that happened in the movie. Nothing else that happened in the movie matters to me, because that moment sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it. And I don't even mind the first time when he chokes her. That, like made sense to me because he's just letting out the aggression but like in a weird dreamscape in a weird dreamscape but like him doing it again i hate it and it made me hate that whole movie and i don't even think anything about that whole movie i don't even know that movie is beyond me i don't know i just know that i hate that bit a lot and it's fucking me up a lot mm-hmm. and if the movie didn't exist if that's if the movie just ends with, like, them to wake up on the beach, cut to black, I'd probably be like, eh, Evangelion's fine. I'd probably be like, shrug, there's some gross, there's a lot of gross stuff. What if it ended at the credits? The first credits? Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> what if it ended with Shinji getting into the robot, seeing Asuka, and then screaming? That would be fine. I'd be fine with that. Like... Because I, I, so I'm. We've been I'm, on that good song. I am listening to the abnormal mapping podcast about it, and or I listened to the abnormal mapping podcast about it, and I am currently listening to all the waypoint podcasts, and I am certainly nowhere near 
sure. to them talking about End of Ava. Did they talk about End of Ava? They did. Yeah. Um, no thanks. <laughs> I'm off time of that podcast. Thanks. <laughs> Extremely understandable. I feel like I'm kind of in it, and um, I'm going to see it through to the end. So, like, I will have a lot of people thinking about End of Evangelion at me in the next... I really just have to stress that, that I came away... My first gut reaction to that movie is just, like, totally blank, no reaction. Just, like, this neither adds nor subtracts to the show for me. Sure. Because it all kind of fits logically in with the show. We saw it. We saw it. We didn't see it with, like, the big girl and the swooshing souls gathered into the uh-huh. fucking whatever. Yeah. But, but we... Like, yeah. We didn't see everyone get turned to Tang, but... Right. But then he that, told me at one point during End of Ava, like, oh, I thought everyone was going through this same instrumentality that Shinji was. I thought the point of the show was that everyone was going through it at the same time. And then I had to wait 15 minutes for them to do that in the, in the movie. So I could yeah. say, yeah, they are. It's yeah. In the, in the movie, it's an instant. In the, from, but from their perspective, they have to, like, process all their things as they, like, right. resolve. Right. Um, and so... Like, all of that just, like, made sense, and, like, Shinji jerking off is bad, but, like, it fit in with his character, I thought. It's not good, but it made sense to me. Um, And then just, like, but, like, I hate that last scene a lot, (laughs) and it is my only reaction to the movie is that last scene is bad. It's really bad. And I can't even tell you why. I can't even, like, construct an argument for why it's bad. I just know that I hate it. <laughs> Here's hoping that they don't retread that in Rebuild 4. Because, like, there's been... The rebuilds, at least the first two, do line up a little bit with the show. Mm-hmm. There are certain angels that show up in both. I don't know if all of them do. I can't remember, but that's a lot of angels for two movies. Mm-hmm. I, based on how things would line up with events, I guess the fourth rebuild would be End of Ava. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they're going to do with that. How do they make that movie again? How do they make that movie again? The new End of Ava. So and like. With the so does does episode three and or, or does rebuild three like cover everything through Karu? Yes. Okay. In, in its different in its different way. Thing. Yeah. It, up to those events. Because I, knowing nothing about the rebuilds, I assumed that either, um, rebuild three ends just before Karu. Or just after Kauru. You know? That was my assumption. Rebuild so, 3 uh, covers everything up to the end of the show, basically. And so... In terms of, like, physical... Like, right. not metaphysical stuff. But everything like, through episode 24. Sure. Yes. Right. And then episodes 25 and 26 are the dreamscape. It is, it is a rebuild. It's a different story. So it's like, all those events are totally different. But, like, you can see the mapping. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's a normal mapping. It's not... <laughs> anyway, um I am 
excited about the rebuilds, both because I hear good things and having seen Shin Godzilla, mm -hmm. I have this much faith that, like, having seen Shin Godzilla and knowing that e Rebuild 4 is still coming, I have, like, this much faith that Rebuild 4 could be good. That it might not be... Widely, people say that two rebuilds are good. Third is a little mixed. I saw it a year ago, and I don't remember most of it. But, like, I'll just need to watch it again. I, I remember, like, very vague things. Like, an offhand mention to a piece of world building that I was like, Oh, that's dumb. Why is that... Why does it work like that? Why would that be an effect of that? Don't do that. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that was real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I misremember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like a lot about 3. I'll be interested to watch it again. So, yeah. Two's I, the best. Yeah. I don't I'm, mean to talk it up so much, but, like, the people no, who gave but it for like, me is 2. But, like, I'm excited for those... I'm excited for those two movies, and I'm curious about 3, you know? And I'm glad that, like, I feel like my expectations are be set, being set at a reasonable level where if I like it, that makes sense, and if I don't like it, that makes sense. Sure. And it, it doesn't seem like three is so cataclysmically bad that um, four can't be good unless four is end of Eva, which but I can't tell if I hate end of Eva or if end I of just end of Eva from the person who was involved with Shin Godzilla, like end of Eva twenty years later, you know? Yeah, like where's. Because my understanding is that he was very bitter. Um, yes. The, the story that I always hear is that... Is it? Yeah. Like, and like, if it's been 20 years and he's like... If it's been 20 years and he can just like not be a bitter shithead, mm -hmm. End of Eva could be fine. I wonder or, if, he's, like, if he's, like, adamant that there won't be a happy ending or whatever. Like, I remember you watching the show in, like, episode 26 near the end and being like, is this a happy ending? I feel like it's a happy ending, and I feel like a happy ending is the thing that makes the most sense for Eva to have, weirdly. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like either, but I... I just don't think that life is... 100% bleak all the time. I think right. that life has ups and downs. And I, I think I think episode 26 is an ending that says, yeah, there's a lot of bad, but you also have the people you care about. And, you know, like, you, life can be bearable uh, if we, like, um, just, you know, have our friends, you know? And that's, like, the point of even end of Ava is, like, actually, we're going to turn back from this utopia because this formlessness isn't isn't what we want i want to be a person and i want to be held by people that i know i want to be myself and also be near others not but just also, be everyone but also then like but then the choking then the choking which i don't understand i don't understand what it means but it feels like a relentless bleakness and bitterness and a hatred of life. And I really just... 
I don't, I don't think hating because because if the answer is that like yeah life is as terrible as you thought it was then what was the point of Evangelion <laughs> if 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 Shinji was just right from the start then why did I watch twenty six episodes cool robot <laughs> <laughs> like but like I don't know the it's, the end of Evangelion has to be we cannot have this conversation until you watch rebuild okay. Because Anno doesn't know what he wants from Evangelion. Yeah. Anno is at war with himself in these movies. And that's fine. I hope I hope he gets to a place where Rebuild 4 can end with, um, like, even being at war with oneself, I think, is a more appropriate ending than choking Asuka. What if the end of end of Evangelion was that they stuck with the uh, high school AU and they just reverted everything to a setting where the angels don't exist and Ava's don't exist and they get to be high schoolers? Let me, let me sip this last little drag of orange vanilla coke here and then pitch you an idea. Mm-hmm. Mobile Suit Academia. So, here's my new end for Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, they, <laughs> you download it. It comes with a virus that wipes your computer. <laughs> they realize how fucked the system is. They realize that um, powers beyond their knowing um, were always constructing a world that was going to be miserable um, and terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Shinji gets in the robot and um, reaches a new level of power where he can make a wish. <laughs> uh-huh. And he wishes for a new world without angels, without Evangelions, mm-hmm. without mech pilots. <laughs> or a world where there are still mech pilots. But it is a uh-huh. it is a system that is more kind to the pilots and an enemy that is more like that isn't part of a cycle of, of destruction and uh-huh. death and, uh-huh. and like they are doing a good thing by piloting the robot, not just furthering the agendas of unknown powers what if, beyond their control. What if Shinji could just make everything better? Forever and ever. And what if Kaworu was there with a bow and could shoot arrows from a bow? <laughs> and also they were both girls. Also they were married. <laughs> That's the... Here's the thing, is that, like... I, did, I haven't mentioned this to you because I feel like we just have... We have not shut the book yet on Madoka. But a thing I was thinking about... A bunch was, you know, everything with human instrumentality just is not nearly as cool as, like, Homura and Madoka, like, just talking it out in, like, the the weird dream space and, like... In space when they're naked. Yeah, and Madoka is just like, no, really, it'll be fine. And Homura's like, I don't want it to be fine, I want you. And Madoka's like, well, okay, but I have to save the world. And you'll have me in your heart. Yeah, you'll have me in your heart. Monica Magica is really fucking good. We should watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie, um, God, that movie, that show was really good. That shows. Here's the th- here's the thing: is that 
Evangelion and the existence of End of Evangelion. The existence of End of Evangelion left me in a place where I felt like the gears would not stop turning until I knew the next chapter of this, Mm -hmm. right? Madoka is just a good show um, that is a self-contained story well told. And then also, if you would like it, there is another chapter of the story if you're interested. Um, I'm not, but I'll watch that movie. It's I'm not, probably all right. It's probably good. But, like, I don't need more Modica. But there's more Modica, and so I will engage. Yeah. I will... I'll be there for more Modica. I don't even need, like... I understand the impulse to be like, I just wish they said the word lesbian or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't need that. Yeah. I know the deal. Yeah. Like, the show... I have made my peace with it. I don't need anything from this. Like, this is... One of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, Monica's like, really fucking Fully good. Fully Fully is entrenched as number one because of personal, like, attachment. And mm-hmm. it, like, listening to the soundtrack from Fully Cooly while going on a road trip right after, like, my girlfriend moved away when I was 16 and we watched Fully Cooly together. Like, you don't just drop that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> you don't just lose that media. You uh-huh. know, you don't... I can't take that off my top ten list. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooly is just stuck at number one forever. Even though I've seen shows that are better, I just cannot shake the pure, like, personal, emotional attachment I have to Fully Cooly. When we watched Madoka, the thing you said to me was that, um, like, Madoka was one of your top five anime now. And at the time, I was like, okay, but there's so much good stuff. Like, I just feel like I don't get it. Like, like... But Monica is growing in my estimation, mostly because, like, I thought I was going to watch Monica, like it. I liked it a lot, and I thought I was going to forget about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it it's really been lingering with me. And I know it's only been, like, a month, but, like, I didn't expect it to linger with me for a month, you is know? This, is is Monica going to be our Char's counterattack? Mm. No, because Monica <laughs> Monica is not the best show ever until it decides to get bad in the last twenty. I minutes. just mean we're just gonna think about it again every week forever. I I I don't know. Um, Monica is growing on me, not in that like because I obviously loved it. Also, I think watching Evangelion has made me like Monica more because I see so much Evangelion in Monica, but in, like in but, a good way. But, like, Monica asks the question, what if all of the things you were skeptical of, what if all the, like, perviness and badness of Evangelion, what if we just had a show without those things? <laughs> but also, like, what if it was possible to hope beyond the balance yeah. of the systems that the characters are Like, Monica is so clearly operating in a similar idea space, but it just doesn't make me feel as terrible as end of no, evangelion it does hope. it has optimism, it has it, optimism. Says, it says there is a way out of these constraints like mm-hmm. when we put young people into like systems that crush and exploit them they could break out it also, is possible to make a better world also it's like evangelion is a show where women be shopping you know women be fucking where there is a fundamental difference between men and women um, and these, these differences, like, are impossible to bridge, um, and women really do just be 
mothers, laborers, and uh, women, you know, and fucking. <laughs> myself as a scientist, myself as a mother, myself as a woman. <laughs> and myself as a woman just has, like, a vibrator. That's just what that is. That That's the one I think that rejects all influence and like mm-hmm. is is like unhackable or whatever rolling my eyes anyway um Evangelion has all these weird ideas about women Monica once again similar show but women are complex and interesting people who have their own lives mm-hmm. you know um and like there just aren't men in that show <laughs> Or there's one man and he's terrible. He's also the dad. Yeah. In two episodes. <laughs> Is there ever a close-up shot of the dad? If mm-hmm. I if I placed if I placed five anime dads in a lineup and asked you to pick me out Madoka's dad, could yeah. you do it? Yeah, because his house is bullshit. I could see the background and know that his house is bullshit. That house is bullshit. <laughs> okay, if I gave you fan art of five random anime dads. Probably. I don't think I could. I don't think that man is distinguishable in any way. If I put Seabook Arno and Benadir links next to each other, would you be able to tell them apart? Uh, you ever think about Seabook? No! No, me neither. <laughs> Not once! I think about Cecily all the time. I never think about Seabook. Uh, never. Yeah. That movie's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Let me tell you about Gundam F91. I'm what? Evangelion hmm. has a convenient structure that ignores the way that, like, governments fit into how, like, the robots work. Okay, what's, what's up? End of F91. No, it's still in the beginning. They <laughs> <laughs> just put out an OVA that was... What if they put out an OVA that was, like, four episodes of F91 shit, and then they put out a movie that was end of F91? <laughs> Down to F92. God. They might make an anime of Crossbone. I don't remember why, but people in the Discord were talking about how, like... Like, they're doing, like, Hathaway's... Is that for- related to F91? Huh? Is that related to F91? So, okay... I don't want to let, me finish, Vanguard, let, let me finish what I was saying. Um, is that, like... I want that pizza. <sighs> apparently, the Gundam people are kind of ado- adapting, like, a bunch of old, like, mm-hmm. old Gundam shit. Like That's what Unicorn Hath- was. Yeah, like, Unicorn and Hathaway's Flash and all of that. Apparently. I don't know much about this because it's new Gundam stuff, and I don't know... Not, not new Gundam, but new Gundam stuff. <laughs> Um, we said like Gundam narrative. <laughs> um, and so if they're doing that, I have like some vague hope that Crossbone could get a mm-hmm. anime, which would be sick nasty. I don't know if the anime would be sick nasty, but like the existence of being able to know what Crossbone is and not you have to read. read. <laughs> read a book. I don't know how to read. <laughs> only subtitles. You can only read subtitles. Let's have some pizza. But, like, I don't know. Does that have anything to do with F91? Is Cecily going to be there? Cecily will not be there, but... Will my boy be there? 
Crossbone is the sequel to F91. I don't know how much it has to do with F91. I would love it if Doral and the other guy showed up. Doral is great. Doral's great. He's just Cecily's great. Uh, what's his other? The Zabine. <sighs> He's fucking cool as hell. I really should just like write a book that's just like a sequel to F91 and then I should just sand all the serial numbers off and just like fucking publish that. (sighs) This would make me happy. I have ideas. Let's go... It's the only time I've ever had ideas for a story. Let's eat some pizza and watch Gundam F91. What do you say? Can I tell the listeners what our plans are? To watch Gundam F91. So, okay. We've somehow become people who watch movies. I don't know. Because movies are good. Fuck movies, you. No, movies are great. I've been trying to become a person who watches movies for months, and apparently all it took was just to like have someone else that I needed to do things with. Because I can sit by myself all day, but if I sit by myself all day, I feel bad for you being bored, and so I feel motivated to like actually watch things lately. I wrote two games in the past three days. Anyway, so our plans... We have to watch Castle of Cagliostro today for my other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um... We have not talked about that in this uh, podcast feed yet, so I'll talk about that here. Me and M of Abnormal Mapping, a show that we plug on every episode of this podcast because (laughs) we are dweebs, uh, are going to do a podcast about um, every Ghibli movie. We're going to start with Castle of Cagliostro. I know it's not a Ghibli movie. I just wanted to watch um, Lupin, and it was a good excuse. Um, So Nora and I are going to try and watch that today. Um, we're gonna try and watch Rebellion this week and talk about it into a microphone. I would love to watch it today. I would love to watch it today. What if we watched Cagliostro and Rebellion today? Yeah. What if we came back tonight and recorded another podcast episode that was about Rebellion? And just put it in the queue for, like... A week from now. A week from now? Yeah. Okay. I could do that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm looking at the clock. It is 11.35. I have not eaten today. There's pizza in the oven. There's, I'm going to eat okay. all that pizza. All right, all right. You're not going to get any of the pizza. <laughs> I'm going to eat all the pizza. Uh, okay. Um, do we have... We should... Twitter. You find me on Twitter at Allison, Allison underscore coffee, A-L-I-S-O-N underscore coffee, where in my pinned tweet you can find a link to exportodd.io, the Patreon that supports this and other podcasts like No Look Pass, a comedy basketball podcast where we talk about anime sometimes. Basketball is an anime. Kuroko no basket. Sure. Where can people find you online? I'm just thinking about, like, fucking... Basketball player, shit. Give me a basketball player. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's sync rate is over 400%. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find the games that are right at NeitherNora.itch.io. I put a bunch of stuff up there this week. Yeah. I wrote a game that is a D20, which is a weird thing for me to do. Uh, it's very good, though. I, I remember you telling me once that no game should anything you ever use anything except 2D6. This is... No, 1d6. D6, yeah. Like, every game I write uses six-sided dice except for, um, like, Schism, which uses index cards and strings. Uh, Hold Fast, that Radiant Chariot, which uses a deck of cards and a Jenga tower, which I wrote just yesterday. Um, And now uh, Tomorrow's Horizon, which uses d20, no other dice, just a d20. Um, It's a good game. 
I neither nor is that I also put up a masks playbook that I wrote like a year ago. Uh, someone helped me uh, uh, do layout for it, so now it's pretty and you can see it. Um, loving game design. Also, I wrote last night. Yeah. Because I played No Man's Sky so that I could get writing prompts, so that I could write a journal for my character. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and so I think we're good to end the podcast. No, I'm not done with my plugs. I don't think I'm done with my plugs. Do I do other podcasts? I don't know. I kind of lost the thread. Uh, neither Nora. Shit, I guess. Uh, Patreon.com slash Nora Blake. You can fund my game design and you can get all my games over there. Uh, I should update that and put the games that I've written this year Mm -hmm. up there. Um... Can you plug for one more second while I Google to make a joke? Um, <laughs> you could see this, can't you? No, I just thought it would be funnier if I didn't vamp for you. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, shit, this joke sucks because I can't find it. More like Alan Woke. Um, <laughs> um, I'm clicking things. So, as with every episode, we will end with uh, reading from 100 Ways to Kill Gendo Ikari. <laughs> Let's start off simple. Uh, Avada Kedavra, goodbye, Gendo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Number two, lock Gendo in a room with Snape for an hour. (laughs) They would get along, I don't know. (laughs) They would talk about fucking philosophy. Number What if Harry Number four said Gendo on his first date with a Dementor? Can't wait for the kiss. What if you put Harry Potter in there and get like What if Harry Potter, but his parents are in the mech.